on 102.4 FM, across Rotherham, online, on your mobile, and on your smart speaker. This is Red Road FM. So in the next part of the show, earlier today we caught up with world number 83 ranked snooker player Ashley Carter, who is from Rotherham, and his own world championship campaign starts this week in the qualifiers at the Crucible. We caught up with him just to preview the world championships and speak to him about what it's been like to play snooker behind closed doors. Ash, thank you for joining me. I know it's a busy week this week, obviously, with the qualifiers coming up. Um, and obviously, you've got a lot of practicing to do. Uh, just first of all, um, how's things been through lockdown? How's lockdown treated you? Um, is it an opportunity to practice more and things like that and work on things that you might not get the time to in the year? Yeah, it's, it's been all right, to be honest. Um, I've still had opportunities to practice um, all the way through lockdown, really, whereas others really haven't. So it's been a bit of an advantage and obviously I've been on my own practicing a lot. So it's given me a lot to, to work on my game, iron out my weaknesses and, you know, try and stre- strengthen all parts of my game, really. Obviously, it's been, a, it's been a strange season, obviously, second year on the tour. And it's obviously come to a bit of a pause and then had that time off. Like you say, that time could be used to work on parts of your game. So have you, have you come out of the lockdown feeling confident ahead of the World Championship qualifiers? Yeah, well, since January, I've actually I actually started getting some good results. So it's a bit of a shame when uh, when it all comes to a stop. So obviously I'm in good form, but um, like I said, I've just had a chance to work on um, a few things on my game, and then in the Championship League, I, I I picked up where I left off really and carried on with good form. So. Yes, touching on that, the Championship League obviously was the the first one back behind closed doors down at the Marshall Arena in Milton Keynes. Um, just just quickly to like, just tell everybody what, what it was like really to, to play behind closed doors and all the all those kind of things you had to go through while you were there in the in the biosecure bubble, uh, so to speak. Yeah, it, it was a strange experience. Um, you know, there's no, no fans there at all. It does make a, a big difference, but um, I suppose it's just... In a way, it's just like practicing. Obviously, while you're practicing with someone else, there's no one there watching anyway. So it's a bit similar. I think it probably it probably affects the top players more. So obviously, they're used to like, big crowds and and uh, big atmospheres. But for me, um, it was pretty much the same, really. Obviously, you do like people there, like family and friends. You do want them there supporting you. It does help. Um, but yeah, like in the bubble, that was a strange experience. You know, it's really strict, um, one-way corridors, unsanitised every time you, you go through a door, um, everything really. But you know, the, that's off to World Snooker and Matchroom because they, they, they did a, a brilliant job making us all safe. Like I say, it was a great job to get to get Snooker back and, and it was the first sport to come back as well, wasn't it, obviously, as well, or first live sport to come back. Um so obviously from the results that you picked up there, some good results in the Championship League, beating Neil Robertson, beating Gary Wilson, obviously winning your group, beat Ken Doherty, obviously in that final game as well, to get through to the winner's group. Um, and then obviously competing on that next uh, next stage or next step on the in the winner's group. You now take confidence from that. And like you said, how are you playing from January into the World Championships? Yeah, I've took a lot of confidence from it. You know, beating Neil Robertson, um, that's a massive achievement in itself. Um, I, I really held myself well, held, held my nerves together well. So yeah, that gives me a lot of confidence. And then beating Gary Wilson as well, he's a top top player 
we got to a semi-final at World Championships last year. So, you know, I've proved I can do it and I've proved I can do it for the last few years, really. It's just making it more consistent, making my results more cons- consistent. But like I said, I know, I know I can compete with the top players and on my day I can beat any of them. Also a good experience playing on, on the TV as well, on the TV tables and the, obviously the, the live stream table, Matchroom Live. Like I think it was said at the time by one of the one of the pros there that it was a good opportunity for some players that might not get to play on the TV all the time, opportunities to go and play on the TV tables and things like that, which is obviously good experiences as well to have. Yeah, I really enjoyed playing on TV. So like, I've not really had much TV coverage over the last two years. So, but some of it, some people shy away from the cameras. Whereas I seem to play a lot better when I'm in that situation when I'm in on the match table. Uh, I remember in, in Cardiff, I was on table two. There was quite a big crowd there, and I, I managed to beat Joe Perry. So I think I, I do stand up to, you know, the crowds and the TV. So, but to get more TV exposure, it's, it is a better experience. Obviously, looking ahead to, to this week, obviously being from Rotherham yourself, only, the World Championship's only at Sheffield, but there's still the same strict rules, isn't there, from, from Matt Drum and Will Snook, obviously, with the bio-bubble stuff and and keeping everybody safe. Yeah, so uh, obviously I live in Rotherham, but Sheffield's not too far. Um, I've got to go to the hotel tomorrow, about half 12, have my test done and then isolate in the, in the hotel room until the following day. And then we get, um, I think we get an hour's to practice. And then we, and then they take us on a, I think on a minibus, I think, to the to Institute of Sport. And then obviously players match. And then after his match, straight back to the hotel. And obviously um, you have to stay in the hotel until the next, the next time you play. So, like you say, it'll be a similar experience probably to the Marsh Arena and then obviously the experience yeah. from you've gained from the Marsh Arena obviously helped you this week. Um, yeah. Looking ahead to the World Championships then, obviously, you'll, you'll go in the qualifiers at round two, obviously from your world ranking. Um, so, you'll go into the qualifiers at round two and you'll play against uh, either Sai Jiahui or Ross Muir in round two. Yeah. Um, are they two snooker players that you know much about? Uh, I know Ross Muir pretty well. Um, he's Scottish, but he, he was living in York for, for quite a bit. So he was coming down to play me a few months ago, really. Quite a lot, you know, once, twice a week. We were practising together. Um, he used to be on the tour. Um, he nearly got in the top 64. I think he was ranked 65th at one point. So he's, he's a really good player, Ross. He's, not, he's managed... He's not on the tour at the minute. He's trying to get back on. Um, the young Chinese boy, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing much of him to be honest. I know he's only 16. Um, he, um, he nearly got on through Q School last year, but I think he got on through the, through the top up list on Q School. I think he lost in last three, uh, last round of each three events. I think. So yeah, he's um, he's had he's struggled this season on tour. But obviously, he's only young. You know, he's probably attacking player. If you can get on top of him and time up a bit, you'll probably be all right. And then, obviously, if you get through round two, uh, it's a, a tie against Jimmy Robertson, the world number 24 in round three. Somebody that you've played before and beaten before, I believe. Yeah, last season for um, China Open qualifiers, 
I think I beat him 5-2, I believe it was. So, um, yeah, you know, another he's another great player, another scores really heavy. But um, in my match against him last season, I, I managed to nick a couple of close frames at the start and he, he got his head down a little bit. And then I just kicked on through him then, you know, just did what I had to do, really. And then obviously, if he was to win that, it'd be into round four, which would be the which would be the the round to win to to obviously qualify to play at the Crucible. Um, the matches are a little bit different this year, I believe, aren't they? In terms of round one, two, and three is best of eleven, uh, rather than the traditional best of nineteen, where that returns in round four. Uh, what kind of impact do you think that might have on your chances to qualify? Um, I think it'd suit me a, a bit better, um, you know, because a lot of the tournaments throughout the year, the shorter format, best of sevens best of nines so I've not really had much um, game time in in long long formats so you know three best of 19s is it's a hell of a long week you know um, so the shorter they are it probably suit me a bit better um, it's just important to get off to a good start same as any match really Obviously, if you were to uh, to qualify for the Crucible, uh, many might know that will guarantee you another tour card from the two years. You know, just what would it mean to qualify to play at the Crucible for one, and then also the extra bonus of getting the, the two year tour card as well. Yeah, I might be twitching a bit at nine all and last last round, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's every player's dream to um, play at the Crucible. You know, it's a bit of a shame this year. I think there's only um, 200 people allowed in. I think it's a bit of a shame, but yeah, for me, it would, it's a dream come true. And then to keep my tour card for two years as well, that's just, that's the main objective really, to keep my tour card, you know. Um, lucky for, luckily for me this year, if I, do, if I do get to the Crucible, then I do, you know, get an extra two years. And that's, that's the main thing, just staying on the tour. I'm really kicking on now. If obviously you don't get to Crucible, you have to go into Q School, and it's a bit of a hectic Q School this year, I believe, isn't it? With quite a few games in, in, yeah. a, in a small amount of days. Yeah, so they've changed the first two rounds to best of fives, which is really, really short. And then um, they're just cramming as many games as, as they can, really. There's, I think there's four or five games in one day. So it's a bit of a mayhem, but, you know, they're the, the times that we're in at the minute. It's, You've just got to take what what's there, and hopefully I'm not in it. But it. you know, if if I am in it, then I'm playing. I'm playing like I'm playing. Well, I'm in good form, so I should fancy my chances of getting back on tour. Yeah, that's it. If you if you hopefully you'll not be in it, Ash, and hopefully you'll have that debut appearance at the World Championships. But if you are, if they come quick and um, if they come quickly, the games, then it might suit you, as you say, within good form. So. Hopefully, can rattle them off and uh, get yourself two years back on and, and kick on. Yeah. Uh, away from school, go on, sorry, go on, carry on, sorry. Even if I don't um, get back on the tour straight away, the the amateur game now is really improved as well. There's a lot of world snooker linked with the amateur game, and they put quite a lot of tournaments on the you know, the challenge tour. So um, there's still good opportunity, even if you're not on the tour. There's lots of ways to qualify for the tour through that amateur. Um, tour as well isn't there lots of different yeah. ways other than Q school as well um, yeah. so away from the snook as well Ash uh, it's been a good week in terms of many might not know that you're a Leeds United fan and they uh, were crowned champions this week in the championship and returned to the Premier League first time in 16 years uh, your thoughts on 
on Leeds and the and the season they've had under Marcelo Bielsa and the achievement that they've yeah. that they've got. Absolutely buzzing, you know. It's been sixteen years of gloom and doom, really. But you know, Bielsa's come in two years ago, and the the job he's done it's absolutely fascinating. The, the some some of the performances over the last two years have just been mind-boggling. It, you know, it's like watching it's like watching Brazil some games. <laughs> But three years ago, they were they were struggling, you know, bad managers and bad tactics, and but yeah, now they're finally back and hopefully, you know, sign a few decent players next season, and um, I think I think they'll have a good season. I hope they're doing it. Also, the safe hands went under Bielsa, um, or there's not many safer pair of hands put under Bielsa. I know he's untested at Premier League level, but um, he's a world-renowned coach, isn't he? And, and He's got many, many fans like Guardiola and people like that, and Pochettino. So obviously they're in good hands leading next year, and you probably trust him if you're Adrizani to bring in players to keep you up. Definitely, yeah. You know, he regarded one of the best coaches in the world. You know, Guardiola and Pochettino. They've learned learned from Bielsa, so I think they'll do well. You know, but they won't hold back. That's that's the only thing that might cost us. He won't hold back whether he's playing. Liverpool, City, or or Burnley, he'll play the exact same way, all out attack, and hopefully it pays off. That's it. Hopefully uh, you'll qualify for the Worlds this week, Ash, and it'll have been a pretty good couple of weeks for yourself uh, <laughs> yeah. and the Carty household. So yeah, uh, all the best this week, Ash. Thank you very, very much for joining us, and uh, we'll be keeping on your progress this week, and wish you all the luck. And hopefully we'll see you at the Crucible when it starts next week. Yep. Cheers, mate. Hope so. Massive thank you to Ash there for taking time out of his busy week to join us on the show earlier and discuss his World Championship hopes and we wish him all the best for the coming week. On 102.4 FM, across Rotherham, online, on your mobile and on your smart speaker, this is Red Road FM.